Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hi, welcome back to The Good Life. If you just joined us, where have you been? Live at 12.05, right after news at the top of the hour. Lunch with Good Life Guy. It's about food, wine, and fun for your ears. And have I got a great wine for you coming up in the final uh, segment today. It's a Sauvignon Blanc from from Pedroncelli. And uh, it's great value. It's highly rated. And I first had it after years here on the boat. And I'll tell you all about it. When we get the... When we send... One of the busiest ladies on a cruise ship ever, <laughs> Chef Stephanie Hirsch. She's nice enough to let us interrupt her day. Steph, that was a great story, and I know you've told it so many times you could probably do it in your sleep and probably have. <laughs> um, so there you are, uh, an administrative assistant, and I love the way you got your official executive administrative assistant name from Julia. Tell us a little bit about that. So Julia was a huge fan of going to the movies. She just loved it. She was fascinated by all of it, the production of it, as well as the story and watching the film. And so very often when we were heading home from an event, no matter what time it was, if we drove past a movie theater, Julia would say, oh, there's a cinema. Do we have time for a movie? And if we did, we would just pull in and we would go see the next movie that was playing. So there was no discrimination between what we were watching. There was no, um, we saw some really bad movies. (laughs) And we saw some really great films. So one day we were watching a film that was ironically a Meryl Streep film. It was Postcards from the Edge. I think it was Postcards from the Edge. I know it was a Meryl Streep movie. At any rate, they... um, at the end of every movie, Julia always watched the credits. And this was before movies did all that fun stuff at the end. Julia watched the credits because she really believed that those people worked so hard and deserved the recognition of having their names read. And so she did. She also was fascinated by how many people it took to make a production. But at any rate, we're watching and the credits are rolling. And there goes one that says, Executive Personal Assistant to Meryl Streep. And Julia said, that's a really nice title, don't you think? And I said, yeah, I do. And Julia said, I think you should have it. And I said, Julia, I don't think Meryl Streep knows me. (laughs) (laughs) She said, not not Meryl, silly for me. (laughs) And from that day forward, you are, in fact, the executive executive assistant. Personal assistant to Julia Child. I love it. Thank you, Meryl Streep. Uh, yeah, there could have been a lot of other choices, but that's a good one. Yes. And I know from the very little bit of time that I got to watch Julia in action, whether it was a, a cooking display at Aspen or when she was in South Florida for the South Florida International Food and Wine Fest, uh, she was organized and she was together, but it took a lot of people to make all this happen. Yes. And, and, and you have worked with Jacques Pepin. And, of course, with Julia and behind the scenes. And I think what everyone has acknowledged, recognized, and, and you are, is you are a teacher. 
and maybe you should have your own cooking show someday. I can't believe you don't have a book yet. Well, I think that I should have a TV show called You Must Be Joking. I think it would be a great culinary thing to be. You must be joking, and I do food jokes and tell my thing. Well, one thing's for sure, you have a Julia Child voice better than anybody I've ever heard. (laughs) Well, I listened to it for almost 16 years. I think that would... Well, I just think you you deserve so much recognition, and I really do think you should put together a book uh, of some sort. I know that you're uh, here on the ship. You don't necessarily do pastry, but I know that's where your heart lies, and so maybe that could be a title in the future, but I digress. As much as I know I would sooner ask you questions about your cooking experiences and, and doing what you do now, uh, I got to get you to tell one more story. Okay. And, and th- this is, you know, being a secretary, and you, you even though you got to be in the kitchen on day one, uh, you still were. Yes. And I love the story about the intercom system. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Purchased from a long gone electronic store. Tell us about it. Okay. So Julia's office was at one end of the house. It was way back on the second floor. To the, it looked out the backyard. And my office was all the way at the front of the house that looked out over the front driveway. And it was a very large house. And so it was, you know, it was a, a, a bit of a walk. It was, um, you know, fair. <laughs> so you couldn't just sort of yell down the door, um, you know, and say, hey, what's happening? So... Julia decided that she was going to save running back and forth, and she went to Radio Shack and bought an intercom system. And it was not exactly the best quality. It may have been the best quality they had, but it wasn't. It was not high quality. At any rate, my my piece was in my room. Her piece was in her room, and she would push down on the button to talk. And I all I could hear was either static or something that was reminiscent of. Charlie Brown's teacher. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> I mean, it was just, you know, it was, it was um, not discernible. And so as soon as I heard it click, I would get up and I would go down the hall and get, usually get to the doorway before she had finished asking the question. And um, so I would hear the end of the question and I would just start to answer. And I think at first she thought, wow, this sounds really clear. You sound like you're right in the room with me. <laughs> but there I would be in the room with her because it was much easier for her to understand. It was very funny. And she still bent over it probably initially when you showed up talking to the box. Yeah, it was a lot like the Carol Burnett, Mrs. Wiggins, where are you? <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Hey, you know, I know my listeners would love to hear stories of, of Julia because of who she was and what she did. Yes. And by the way, don't tell my wife. I just ordered a bound set of Volume 1 and Volume 2. Wow. And uh, it it appears to be not a reprint, a new edition. It appears to be the original set. We'll see what comes in the post. Right. Um, I, if you could pick, and I know this is, you've had this question before, I'm sure. You, describe for me Julia in her quiet times, away from TV, Maybe she's just fixing you and her lunch. Maybe Paul is there in the early days. Your description of Julia Child. So Julia was the same on air as she was off air. She was genuinely um, funny and passionate 
and uh, happy and um, so um, she she enjoyed um, eating and she enjoyed politics and she enjoyed reading mysteries she watched very little television she watched the six o'clock news and she watched um, I think murder she wrote was the other one with Angela Lansbury um, <laughs> She did not watch cooking shows on television. She was worried about that. She thought that if she did that, uh, she might inadvertently pick up somebody else's uh, habits or tricks and not give credit. And she didn't want to do that. So she didn't, didn't watch. So if a friend had launched a new show or something, she might watch two or three minutes of it just to be able to say, you looked great, or I liked the set, or something, but she never watched for any length of time, although she was very supportive of it, she didn't, she didn't want to inadvertently pick up other people's techniques, and so, yeah, but she was just, she was a lovely, kind, wonderful, gracious, very gracious woman, and, you know, people would stand in line for hours and hours to get a book signed and every single person got looked in the eye and spoken to as though she had come just for them she genuinely appreciated those people and she she didn't mind if you know we we would cut off a line because we would have a, a, a schedule where we knew we had to be somewhere and I could look and say okay we got to stop at these people here you know and I'd stand at the end of the line and anybody that came after me I would say if you want to stand here you can but we're leaving it for you know or whatever and so some would stay and some wouldn't. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more with Stephanie. Don't go away. trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 